Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones A pound old gig and a low West Ham Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, season 7, episode 21. And we welcome back into the fold. It's Georgie Wargie. Hi, George. Hello. Hi, Sean. We've missed you. Oh, thanks. Missed Where you too. have you been? Um, I don't know. I've just been various things going on. Okay. So... Uh, it's traditional for me to ask, where are you? What are you doing? Um, I'm sat in my kitchen recording a podcast. Excellent, in your kitchen. Uh, and, of course, our regular miserable old git <laughs> over Christmas time. John, welcome to the podcast. All right. <laughs> where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my loft. Lofty. I'm extremely happy to be here. Lofty. Oh, of course, you're called Lofty Man, now. Shall... Is it Lofty or Loft Man? Loft man, you've, you've just lofty. That's what lofty. <laughs> and finally, last but not least, it is uh, Nigel, aka the Shed Man. I will ask you this anyway. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed, freezing my nuts off. Hey. There you go. So let's get straight to it because we've had three games since the last time we spoke. So let's rattle through them. The first one, I'm going to start with George because he went because <laughs> I helped him get a ticket. Best £10 you ever spent, eh, George? Absolutely. Well, well, yeah, although you did kindly give it to me as a Christmas present. In the end. I did give it to you as a Christmas present. Happy Christmas, Thanks, George. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the stats, actually. West Ham only had 33% possession, which sort of tells you 60, um, Arsenal had 67. And this is the big stat. West Ham had one shot and zero on target, while the Gooners had eight shots, one on target, which went in. They won 1-0. Cracking game, eh, George? It was amazing. Um, I think it was possibly one of the worst game of football I've ever watched. Uh, it felt like an, a friendly or a training game. I know, Nigel, you were there and we've spoken about it since and we both agreed on that. Um, it, was, it wasn't the best of... What went wrong, George? Um, I, I just don't think that 
we tried. I think, you know, he put a, a weakened team out. Uh, I, I know that obviously we're struggling in the league, but I think we, well, you discussed it on the last podcast. You did a poll about, would you rather get relegated or, or win a cup? And I think a lot mm. of people want to win a cup. So I think that was a disappointment from the start. But as I've said to you, I think uh, after the Arsenal match, when you've got a manager who's got a monetary bonus to keep us in the Premier League, he, he doesn't care about the short-term League Cup. He wants to, to earn his money and keep us in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, hard to disagree with that point. Nigel, you were there too. Although you're only 75% sure you were going, I hear you upset your wife. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. No, stunt. Good. Uh, so you upset your wife, Sam, didn't you? <laughs> Carry on. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be. She, it's her night to go out and you went to the cup. Yes. Um, yeah. Final instead. Well, when a final, was it? Still in the doghouse? No, I'm out of the doghouse. I might go back in it, but you never know. That's why you're in your shed. <laughs> go on. Anything else to add on, on, on a, a completely lacklustre game? Well... When the opposition put out kids in shirt numbers older than you, you know they don't really <laughs> want to win it. And there was two teams that didn't want to win the game. Neither of them wanted to go through. Arsenal yeah. made 11 changes. We made five, I think, from the previous game. We made the least, apart from Bristol City, out of the eight teams left in the competition. And it just showed. You know, I was, but they had some quality. All right, I'd not heard of some of their players, but they had Giroud. Was, was it Wiltshire or uh, Walcott playing? I can't remember. Walcott played. Welbeck up yeah. front. I mean... Uh, Welbeck as well. It was just... Uh, the difference is, he put out... He didn't put out a B team. He put a mixture of B and C team out. We put a mixture of first team and subs off the bench. We put out players that think they should be playing first-team football, the likes of AU, the likes of Andy Carroll. Uh, well, Carroll came on, uh, you know. And basically, our people that came off the bench to start that game didn't basically showed why they were on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Who's to blame, the players or David Moyes? I think it stems from the management of the club. They didn't want to win it. They oh, is it the ball's fault? Nigel, no, we getting the, b- no, the ball in, no, no, I'm not going to blame the balls. You know, as George said, when you've got a manager whose whole contract is based on staying in the Premier League, the last thing, thing he wants is another two games in January. Yep. And and that's what it looked like. I just wished yeah. Arsenal had got a second and we could all pissed off early rather than hanging yeah. about. Yeah, it would have been nice. I did, yeah. I did worry that it was going to go to extra time at one point. Yeah, that would have been the worst thing that could have happened because you knew we would have got beat on penalties. Yeah. It would have meant another like, hour there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I don't think there's a lot. You know, it was a nothing game as, as the stat shows. One shot and zero on target. John, I've got nothing to add. John, have you got anything to add? No, I've got nothing to add about that nothing game, which was the quarterfinal of a cup competition. Yeah. All right. Nothing, nothing to see here. Yeah, nothing. Let's move on. So we move on to um, uh, our game, a, a, a 3 p.m. Saturday game against uh, the, the Magpies at home at the London Stadium. I was away. I was on. I had a prior engagement. I, I was away for the weekend. What well, what were you doing, Sean? Um, Come on. Well, well, I was. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> I 
<laughs> I, I was away at a mini break. I had a mini break weekend at, at a, a mini spa. Break. That was at my Christmas present for my girlfriend. I thought mainly ladies just go to spa. Well, actually, you say that. It is the national base of the England rugby team. You can't get more butcher than that. It's called Penny Hill Park. Um, so it's, you know. So was there lots of men there? Yeah, a lot of rugby types. Did you, yeah, did you feel rugby. really butch when you were there, Sean? Yeah, I did. I was in my, my little speedos in the jacuzzi with a lot of butch men with really big upper torsos. Anyway, I wonder what you're going to say. It's then. not a. <laughs> it's, it's not a spa podcast. It's a football podcast. So let's get back. Anyway, I couldn't go. <laughs> You three went, so I'm going to hear what you had to say, because all of you three went, uh, again, because we've missed uh, George. Let's hear from George first. Oh, I feel so special. Um, um, uh, I went on, George. Yeah, so I, I think this was a bit of a shock to the system for everyone. I mean, we talked about it on the way into the ground, um, how we are expected to win this one, but knowing West Ham, this will probably be the one that we mess up. Uh, and no winning nine games, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, nine games day. or ten games, something like that. So, you know, it was, it was inevitable, really. I think the early goal, we got a bit complacent. Um, it was a really good goal, by the way. I thought Onatovic did really well. Yeah. Um, but I think complacency stepped in and, and we thought it came back to bite us. And, you know, we had chances. And, yeah, I think it was a poor performance all round, but... I wasn't overly surprised. Adrian had a go at um, the defence and said we've got to get better in the air and his defenders had to get better in front of them. Do you, do you blame um, the defeat on the defenders or, or was it was it deeper than that? Was it a management issue? Was it a whole team issue? Where, where would the problem lie? The board. <laughs> <laughs> did, we miss, did we miss a penalty? Or why did, did I manage, imagine that? A you yeah, missed a penalty, penalty yeah. yeah. Look, a really poor penalty, actually. Yeah. It was. Well, we, look, we had we had chances. Um, no, we didn't take them. It was issues going forward as well as in defence. I think. Um, I think Winston Reid isn't having the greatest of times at the minute. I think he, he's he not. Got, he got he? dropped for the Bournemouth game, didn't he? So. Yeah. Our dudes. That attack, West Ham actually enjoyed the possession with 64%, which meant the Magpies obviously had 36%. West Ham had 19 shots, six on target. The barcodes had 11 shots, four on target. So from shots, we should have won, shouldn't we, Nigel? Should we? I don't know about that. I don't know. It was... um... You, you, what was your view from from the upper hemisphere? I blame David Moyes. I think it all stems from the missed penalty. I think they couldn't understand what Moyes he was saying. He was shouting, "Hey you, hey you, take the penalty!" And I think he was pointing out now. <laughs> couldn't remember his I name. Know he's done, he's a and it ended sure. up they all thought he was saying, "Hey you," when he was going, "Hey you, take the penalty," and uh, and that's what happened. <laughs> it just went wrong from there. Sure, no, he's a... Oh dear. He lost the jingles. He hasn't got them. Oh, he's lost the jingles. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, uh, yeah, it's... It was... gold, yeah. That's what happens when you get a Scotsman in charge, you know. No one can understand what he's saying. He don't... He's still new in the job. He don't know people's names. And he got the penalty taker wrong. If Arnautovic had stepped up and smashed it home, I think we'd have been talking about... No, Instead, 
they all switched off at the back, allowed Mo Diarmi to come in for the third goal. Yeah. He didn't celebrate and the goal, just, did he, though? Just, to be fair. Well, thanks. Yeah. I couldn't give a monkey's whether they celebrate or not, really? to be fair. I think it's disrespectful to Newcastle fans. They pay his wages. He left us to join that top four team. Yeah, I remember. You know, it's I think he said like, top six, didn't um, he? Was it top four or top six? Was it? Oh, well. And he joined it Hull. It weren't gonna, well, to be fair, he weren't going to get it with us anyway, was mm. he? So, but it's just, it was typical West Ham. In a way, it's like wasting the win yeah. over Chelsea. Yeah, we, we did so well over Chelsea, Man, uh, Man City and, and um, yeah. Arsenal. And then, you know, we win Stoke and get our hopes up. You know, and start talking about top ten finish. But again, it it shows that Moyes, when it's all right playing against the big boys, eleven men behind the ball. Yeah. But when you come up against the lesser teams, yeah, when you're expected to come out or attack more, it just shows the the fragility. There's a long word, fragility, of uh, our defence mm. when when exposed without the people in front of them to help them out. John, what is your words of wisdom on on this game? Well, I mean, I yeah, pretty much as it's gone before me. Yeah, the I um, the Arnautovic goal was a good goal, and it came yep. quite early. And I think they started to, I think they just sort of switched off. I think you know, having had the win at Stoke, and they're starting to believe, sort of like they're better than others, and sort of just switched off. And I agree, if um, Arnautovic had got the pen instead of IU, that might have snapped him back into it. I think it does bring it into question because, like we, like I know we're going to talk about the Bournemouth game, but when yeah. we we're doing all right with this setup when we're away from home because they're at home, they're expected to attack, and we we can get them on the break and that. But they got to find a way of not beating these teams at home, haven't they? Yeah, so yeah, just shows yeah. that up at the moment. But yeah, it was a poor performance. It was a defensively poor. Yeah, it was just poor. Very disappointing, yeah. but. Yeah. Typical West Ham. Typical. Well, lucky I missed most of it because I was watching, but I was in the um, hot tub and I had some Bluetooth earphones in. So I was watching it a little bit away, but the bubbles kept on sort of getting in the way. So yeah. it was sort of... Yeah, what a lovely picture. The, bu- the bubbles getting in the way. At, the bubbles getting away at the ground The, the, well. the mind's eyes doing, doing cartwheels yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, but I will be back for the, the West Brom game. So I, w- I will be, t- be taking my seat. Thank God for that. Let's let's go. Let's move on to the Bournemouth game. Funny enough, for the Bournemouth game at the very last minute, I was offered a ticket. Now I don't know if you know, but thirteen hundred tickets is the allocation for Bournemouth. Seven hundred go to away season ticket holders. Um, Then probably another fifty go to the eight hundred bondholders. Around another fifty go to staff. So there's only about five hundred left for for the. Um, the priority points holders, of of which I think you needed about twenty four points from memory. How many points have you got, Nigel? Uh, that's between me and my uh, uh, and, and and the club. What you you you've said it before? <laughs> You're not prepared to say it anymore. Off the top of my head, I got about twenty seven. All oh, right. Oh, lucky for you. Anyway. Um, a lot of, well, lot you of wouldn't people. have gone anyway, would you, Sean? Well, I would have done. Well, you got off the ticket, so why did you not go then? Well, because by then it was Boxing Day. I had the kids, and I couldn't arrange anything last minute. If I'd have, if I'd have known beforehand, I would have arranged something with the kids. I still had the kids. Um, 
and I was only offered one ticket. Um, but fair play to the 1,300 people that went to... I want to call it Dean's Court, but it's not called Dean's Court anymore, is it? What's it called? The Vitality, Vitality. Stadium. The Vitality Stadium. Do you know it's got a champagne bar called Bubbles? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, I assume none of us went. We've got a champagne bar named after a monkey. Sorry, say that again. It's just so, champagne bar. Nigel, no, it's wasted. Monkey. It's wasted on him. You, you, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Hey. Oh, that, that, I'm surprised they didn't buy that statue off of Fulham. Then that, that, yeah. that would have fitted right yeah. in them. Right. I, I know the question. I know the answer to this. Did any of us go? No. 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 Did any? Did all of us no. watch it? I watched the first half and I had to go out to family for the second, so I watched the rest of it on the catch-up. Not okay. I watched yeah, I only really, really saw highlights, to be honest. Oh, wow. Oh, so, well. <laughs> so, who do we start with? <laughs> I don't Bond. know. <laughs> Mr. Bond. Uh, Nigel, uh, you said you watched on catch-ups. You watched the whole game. I watched most of it. I, I saw about, I don't know what Sky do. They did about half hour or 40 minutes of it, wasn't it? Right. Well, let's start with um, the stats. 3-3, uh, three, three, we all know. West Ham had 57% possession. Cherries had 43. West Ham had 10 shots, 5 on target. Cherries had 25 shots, 10 on target. Nigel, discuss. Fortunate to get back into it after going 2-1 down, thanks to the weather. Uh, and um, to the Begovic, yeah, Begovic slipped over in the rain. Allowed oh, Army yeah, 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 yeah. to uh, right, slot enough. the equaliser yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Moyes has stumbled about on Arnautovic being a great centre forward for West Ham. Um, for twofold, one or Arnautovic as a man spelt it on the back of his back for the yeah, that um, game. Yeah. Perhaps he's dyslexic. Um, or yeah, maybe one... maybe Jay from Hammer and Talk is the kit man. Well, yeah, that could be. Um, Almost funny, Sean. Yeah, that, that didn't Ow. deserve anything. Tumbleweed. Have we not got tumbleweed? <laughs> dear, oh dear. Anyway, <laughs> as I was saying, luck, luck fortunate with the goal. He's stumbled upon Anatovic. But the best thing about Anatovic being up front is he ain't got a track back. So when he was out left or right, he would expose the left back or the right back to being attacked because he never tracked back. Now Moyes has put him up front. Not only is he getting goals, he don't need to track back and we're not left as exposed. The third goal, where do we start? Dear, oh dear. Defending was poor for our a start. Thick, uh, our third goal or their third goal? Their third goal. The, All right, the, okay. right in the last seconds. We fast forward right to the last. Yeah, okay. I mean, I look at it. And I, people say, "Oh, his foot's offline, offside." I don't, I don't know what the rules are exactly. So for me, he looked onside. I think the argument was, did the officials think he touched it or not? And that's the only reason I can think they allowed the goal is they thought Wilson didn't touch it because there was no. But he other was reason. offside, wasn't he? Yeah, but if he don't touch the ball, it don't matter. What is Simon Long, who's the assistant referee, doing? You know, he's he's well, we waving his flag in the air. Well, do but, you know what? Moyes asked um, Madley, Bobby yeah. Madley, the ref, and said, well, why did you wave your flag? And apparently told David Moyes, he was drawing my attention to the incident. He went, 
I've never heard anything quite like that. What incident's that then? If it wasn't offside and it wasn't a handball, why are you? I'm just waving because what? It's, it was a goal, or I'm, what am I waving? I, think, I don't I, get it. I think I'm only guessing it because this is the only reason I can see it being allowed is that uh, Ake edited it. Wilson goes up. The linesman's put his flag up. The referee can't tell whether Wilson's touched the ball or not. And he's gone over to the linesman to see whether he's touched the ball or not. And, our, and the, the linesman who's flagged offside. Right, but the linesman the line- then... Hold up. But then the linesman can only have gone, oh, I don't know, 100%. Because you've got to be 100%. I don't know 100% if he touched it or not. And then the referee's gone, right, if you don't know 100%, I'll give a goal. That is the only yeah. reason... Or, or there's some kind of alleged betting scam or corruption. Oh, I <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I don't buy that. Really, I don't buy that. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Hmm. It just don't. Let's go to Jot. I mean, we're going to come back to two other events, obviously, with a... Simone, uh, Simon Francis and the uh, Obiang uh, incident. But let, let's talk about the, the goal that never was or was. John, what's your view? I mean, Nigel's given one view. I I thought we flagged for offside. And I always, when, when I see them sort of offsides, I always remember back to when we were at Man United away and Kevin Nolan's head was just slightly in front and we got an equaliser and it was offside because his, basically his nose was in front yeah. of the line. You know, if if it's that close, it, you know, they, I, I thought he'd flow for offside. And if he didn't initially, and there was question whether he touched it or not, and they thought he didn't touch it so the goal could stand, the fact that he's there, he's like, interfering with play, so he's offside at that point anyway. And I, I think it shouldn't have been allowed, but, you know, I wouldn't do, would I? But I've never seen anyone kick someone in the head full on and not get a red card. So it was one of those strange... 
you know, if you were a conspiracist, you could say some of the things that that Bobby Madley's done because we were, we were there at the Chelsea game, weren't we? When he gave away, gave the penalty that was never outside the box. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you you could really look into it and say this bloke is something wrong here. Well, Hackett's come out against him, and so's Graham Pole. And I'm trying to think of the other one, Kevin, someone who said he was he was overweight and unfit, and that was his problem that he just can't keep up with the game because he's unfit and fat. Yeah, it was just a weird. Anyway, I I saw because I saw the first half. I saw that that foot in um Kiati's face. I've never seen anyone do that, be it accidental or not, yeah. and not get a straight red. Well, as you know, Adrian got one for doing it at waist height before, um, and. Um, you know, he, he, if you remember, he got a straight red and, and, and his appeal was denied. Yeah. But we'll see again. And then you got the other side of it. You've got the off ball incidents with Obiang, but there, there's two or three things there, which you could seriously say is a bit iffy. And yet the FA have come out and done nothing yet. Yeah, you could say that by um, Wilson coming out and saying it the afterwards, saying it was like, a, hand, a touch of magic and all this. He's kind of admitted to cheating, deceiving the referee, and that's just the same thing as uh, Lanzini got to basically two yeah, game well, for. He's, well, that, that's the he's point, been done for, for deceiving a referee and gaining something from it. He's admitted yeah. it basically on the telly that he's done. Yeah, he said he said a touch of magic, and it was a special touch. I think he said <laughs> yeah. two things. So where where was where that's is deceiving the... a match referee? Because off he did because people around him said no, no 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 I didn't touch it to the ref. So, so is where's, it, where's is the FA? Is it official that the FA aren't taking any action? Well, they would have done by now. Surely it would have happened. Well, what they got to well, take action for? Don't get. We're sounding a bit like sore grapes here. He, he's headed the ball. He flicked his head and flicked his hand. He didn't punch the ball into the goal. He ain't, he ain't no, done but he, he said I didn't touch it. He then told the referee I didn't touch but it. Of course he did. But the, the, the point I'm making isn't, isn't that the FA needs to take action to anything to do with the result of the game. It is what it is. But no, I'm saying that, that, that he should be punished as a referee for making three or four yeah. wrong game-changing well, decisions. But then, yeah, and, and the Obiang incidents off the ball, that should be looked at. Yeah. yeah. So mean. the Obiang incident, he was afterwards. And oh, he wasn't punched. He was punched. The geezer spun. The geezer threw his arms out in frustration and spun round as Obiang ran past him and caught him. Oh, he, he you know what? And apologized. Man, he turned. Around. Look, the, his first action was to apologize to the player. Minute ago, you sort of watched the game, right? And suddenly, you're an expert on it. I've seen that that clip. It just makes me laugh. Too many people want to throw their hands up. And say, let's throw the book at them. Let's well, it's like, yeah, just... but it's only a little bit of consistency, knowledge, isn't it? Basically, if the, the FA referee's gonna... a joke, and he shouldn't referee. For me, he should be dropped. But if the FA are going to be doing like the Lanzini's of this world, no, that, because for that, what they that, did, that, for what he did in that game, surviving. You know, you got to, you got to separate them out. You can't just use Lanzini. What happened, to Lanzini? It's got to be see... separated out. He got done for diving. But then you see, then you see Deli Ali do the same, virtually the same thing. And, yeah, I, this is the thing that confuses me. The way I see it is, you only get done retrospectively for diving if the ref gives a penalty and it's scored. Yeah, but the Ali got done for pen, it got basically got a penalty. They scored, did they not score from it? And, I don't know. And it's just like it, it's the lack of consistency from it. It just 
That's always going to be the way, though. When they bring these rules in, it's good that they've brought the rule in, but the problem with them is they're so... It's like this offside rule. They're so open to interpretation. I think the rule is a player can be offside the way Callum Wilson was, but as long as he don't touch the ball, they deem him not to be interfering with play. So, technically, the League Cup goal of 1981, Sammy Lee, he would... Well, he wasn't flagged offside in that, but he should have been because the rule was... Then, but nowadays that would be a perfectly legal goal because he didn't touch the ball. If you don't watch the linesman, when the player touches the ball, he can be offside for 10 yards, chase the ball. As soon as he catches the ball up and touches it, Lino puts his flag up. Right, now you're offside. So you're only offside now if you touch the ball. Yeah. Nigel. That's the problem. Yes. Nigel. You've been smoking saying over the weekend, <laughs> uh, over the uh, Christmas break, because it was offside. You're the only person, you're the only West Ham fan I've heard call it offside. Um, the, you know, David Moyes called it offside. Nearly every commentator, every referee has said it was offside and it was handball. It should never have been given. Madly has been condemned by everybody. Most people have said, Moyes said, if it was one of ours with the the Chiati incident with Francis, they would have got six or seven games. He actually got said prison. you would have got six Do months you know in what, jail. What people thing is, yeah, the, the bloke, and this is the thing I'm going to defend the Bournemouth bloke again. What's his, really? his eyes? He's watching the ball the whole time, yeah? When but he you kicks, can say that to every one of those incidents, pretty much. Pretty when much. He kicks everyone the, player, though, the player's ducked down into him with his legs bent. His legs ain't straight up. West Ham's player, um, Chiati. He's not straight up. He's actually bent down. I would say if you look, at, if you look at nine nine out of ten of those incidents, it's not an intentional incident when they get a kick no. in the head. But no. they all get. What happened with Nanny? Do you remember Nanny at Man U? Um, in yeah, that was in Europe, wasn't it? Yeah. What but happened? He was thing. looking at the ball all the time. Yeah. Got sent off. But then they'll blame the ref then for sending him off. You need to take more water with your whiskey. What do you think, George? <laughs> yeah, go on, George. George. Well, I think I've said what I think, haven't I? That I just think he's got to be the FA have got to do something to him. But all three incidents, you know, they, forget. I, I agree that you know the referee's got to be punished, but but Nigel seems to be saying we've all got it wrong and we we're all overreacting. No, we're well, all deluded. Shit happens. We're all deluded. We're all talking about I, I tell you what I sent to my mate I sent him a clip of the goal in 2007 of when the ball never crossed the line it Tevez and it was handball in the build up and I bet not one West Ham fan complained about that goal being given and it and basically shit happens in football you have to take it on the chin and just move on to but the next game I was watching I don't know if you, you knew the result before you watched it I was watching live <laughs> And I went from being 2-1 down and being, here we go again, same old shit West Ham. So, obviously, we got the draw. It went to 2-2. And I'm going, great, I respect the point. Then in injury time, we go 3-2 up and we're seconds away. And I'm running around the room celebrating, going, yes, yes. Going, What's going on? And then, and then we concede right at the dying. It's a roller coaster of being a West Ham fan. Yeah. And then you went and got like a hot coals massage yeah, or something. No, no, I wasn't at a spa when I was watching the, the, the Bournemouth game, though. Anyway. Anyway, that's the Bournemouth game. Um, <laughs> do do we celebrate? I mean, we've got a point out of two games, or do we do look at it that over the last three games, Stoke 
uh, Bournemouth and and Newcastle, we got four out of three. I think the points dropped, to be honest. I looked at the three games over Christmas that we've got. So Newcastle, Bournemouth and West Brom. And, yeah. you know, the nine. I was, I was, I was, I wasn't yeah. maybe Bournemouth away, perhaps not, but Newcastle at home and West Brom. You expect at least seven points from those three games. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can still we get wanted, three points from wanted. Yeah. I'd expect it. Would Ooh. you? Would you not? The way we'd been playing, no, 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 expect are. anything. We That's went, where you go wrong. We went away. We went away to Stoke. One three nil. I know Stoke aren't having the best of times. Yeah, but we cheated to get the first goal. Yeah. Anyway, let's cheated. move on. It, it, we're recording this on a Friday, which we don't usually do. Friday the 29th of December, which means that we're only three days away from the transfer window opening. Did you know that? Can't wait. So, yeah. as usually, uh, or, or as usual, rather, uh, West Ham are looking to get all their business done really early, aren't they, John? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they've got um, all lined up ready for the first. So... Before we talk about incomings, we talk about outgoings. Um, my senior sources say that AU is available a, a price of twenty million or more. Chikorito is available for sixteen million or more. Sacco is available for twelve million or more, and Carol is available for ten million pound or more. And by the way, if anyone wants Font or Byram, they can have them too. Nice. Would you keep any of them? Do you think they fit in with our our system? Which ones? Any of them that you would keep, John? I know. I I really don't understand the situation with Hernandez. I don't know what's gone on there. I mean, he, not even our third goal. I just don't think he fits in in Moyes' system. If I'm honest with you. Well, it was his reaction to the ball coming across that made the keeper push it out to Anatovic, didn't he? So it's yeah. it's like you know. I'm told by the club, by the way, they said he wasn't not celebrating the goal. He was just frustrated he didn't get the goal himself. Quote, unquote. Yeah, well, I don't take a notice of all that stuff. But, yeah, I don't don't understand why he's not the man and why he's not being started and why he's not... I don't understand that. But I can understand why are you? They might want to get rid because he's not lit the place up. But he he does score. He gets in the right places. Mm. Is it... Are they just trying to Carol? not have the 14th highest wage bill anymore? I don't know. Carol? Carol? Yeah, Carol can go. Yeah. You can't sell it. Sacco? Can you? You heard what Sacco said today? No. Or his agent said no, today? No, I haven't enlightened me. Um, Wait, whose phone's that? Is that? Yeah, that is that's mine. Sorry, it was Huey ringing me. Oh, oh. Sorry, schoolboy error. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, so agent. his agent came out today and said he wants to move because he wants a club that will have faith in him to play regularly. And he's a very professional player and he doesn't want to do anything untoward. Uh, and he knows West Ham will make money, so he wants out. Okay. Well, you got to say, in the sun. They've, they've got to have, surely got to have something lined up, haven't they? You like to think. No. Well, well that's what I'm saying. How can well, they, they haven't. put all these up for sale and not have anything lined up? Well, know. they haven't put them up for sale. They've just said they've got valuations on them. So they're not actively pumping them around the market. They're saying if bids came in for any of these players, they've got a particular valuation of what they would take for them. What? So they're not actively going, do you want to buy Carol? Do you want to buy... Sacco might be different. 
do you want to buy Hernandez? I certainly, I don't think they're punting around Hernandez going, anyone want to have Hernandez? But if they got their 16 million back, remember he's on 145 grand a week. I think they would, they would, they would cut their losses. A next level player on next level wages. Yeah. And they want to cut their losses. And they want to cut their losses. <laughs> <laughs> because he was bought under Slavin Bilic and not David Moyes. Oh, and what so. difference does that make? You mean well, he, I, I, him and David Moyes have got history. And I, I don't believe, I think there is, I don't think there is a clean sheet and I don't think the two of them get on. That's only my personal view. Oh, well, there again, we would never know. Nigel? Well, uh, is he a Moyes player? Oh, little Pete? No, he's not a West. I don't. He's he's look at his goal scoring ability. Man United, Real Madrid, he got goals, but he had some top players giving him the service. We ain't gonna have them players giving him the service. So he's he's gonna look like a little boy lost. He'll probably get eight or ten goals for us. Top whack. That's a lot, isn't it? We get not get many. Get that many, do That's we? That's generally what we get out of a striker, anyway. I mean, I look at it and I think sixteen million for him or twenty million for Ayu. You know, oh come on! I mean, the, the you know the clubs would be biting their hand off to take him for sixteen million rather than Ayu, wouldn't they? Sacco, yeah. I'm disappointed. Would you, would you keep Ayu? Would I? Yeah. Well, it depends what you're going to replace him with, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the mad thing about AU is he does pop up with a goal now and then. He he must have about, I don't know, 10, 12 goals in total for us, maybe more, in in little over a year and a half, which is not fantastic, but it's about right to what West Ham have done over the past few years. The last decent striker who got a few goals was Sacco, funny enough. Yeah. So, yeah. but he wants out. I mean, Sacco's gone, and it's as a we shame said before, that we've not been playing him. I don't know. I reckon we've not been playing him, so we can sell him, so he don't get injured, or, or keep his back from not yeah. going. Well, that's yeah. But when was the last time he was injured? When was the last time he was out with his? He was back? injured just a little while ago. He's only just come back to full fitness. Was he? Yeah. Mm, well, he seems to have spent a long time. Being on the bench, he's played a lot of games this season. Would you keep Font? Uh, I mean, he seems to be out of favour, and also um, they don't reckon, or, or Moyes doesn't think Byram is. It will make the grade either, so he's um, we'll take an offer for. Um, well, it's all right getting rid of Byram. these players, but are they going to bring people in? The the squad is thin as it is, and this well, is he the says thing. he wants quality. He's already said it in his oh. interview, so it must be true. Yeah, I, I want quality. I want to bring in quality. I've given these things. What is David oh, Sullivan's mantra Dave, for buying in David, David Moyes said, Forget David Moyes said, I have given opportunities to players. I'm in a hurry. Yeah. I need to get on. I need quality right. in January. And what is David Sullivan's mantra about buying in January? It's overpriced and you don't get good value. And you don't get quality. You can probably get quality, but you pay over the top for it. So he don't... And this is the problem. I don't he's think... never bought quality in January to before. He's had eight well, shots at it before. Bar. How is he going to get it right? Demba Bar. Demba Bar. We've oh. done this before. Oh, Topped you off in Mido. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. anyway. <laughs> what do you think, George? George, yeah. George, which one would you keep out of those? I'd like to keep Hernandez. Yeah. I think that there's, there is a place for him. I think... He's a top goal scorer, although he hasn't done it for us so far, but, you know, he's only been there for six months. And 
quite often when he's been given the ball in and around, he's done well. I mean, I sort of remember my best day out this year so far was Southampton away, even though we lost to a dodgy penalty in the last minute. But uh, I, I, the other two, I think I wouldn't mind seeing the back of. Um, and Font okay. and Byram, again, don't really yep. care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind if all of them go, actually. I don't think Hernandez does fit in. and I, 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 But you're right. We've got to spend and get someone of e- better quality or equal quality to replace them. If if this works, you can't just... That's all um, right. I agree with essential. Well, this year, it's just about surviving, yep. I guess. So, go on then, the list of what's coming in. Anyway, this is, where, uh, this is where George helps us, because there's no way I can pronounce the 28 names I put in the running order. So, George, can you read 28 the 28 names? names? really? Yeah, go on. Keeson Young from Swansea. Yeah. Danilo nice Pereira. No idea who he is. Islam Somali from Leicester. He's a striker. Yeah. Mitrovic yeah. from Newcastle. He's a striker. Giroud, yep. striker. Sturridge, striker. Yep. Liam Moore, unsure. Uh, William Carvalho, not a striker. Stephen Unzonzi, unimpressive. Morgan Schneiderlin, Jack Wilshere, Alfie Mawson, Nicholas Gaitan, Gabriel Perez, Andre Scherler, he could be a good shot. Theo Walcott, Harry Arter, Musa Dembele, Danny Ings, Brian Cristante, Lamina Kone, Joe Allen, Raul Jimenez. It's not the same... Have we had Raul Jimenez before? We have been. He was supposed to come to us before. Yeah. Sam Johnston, Simone Verdi, Didier Ndong, Dong. and uh, Marouane Fellaini. Uh, give so, us, give us uh, Scherler. And so I was going to say, let's start with you, George. Give us your top three or four out I'll of those. Scherler, Dembele, and Wilshire, please. Wilshire's just said, by the way, he's going to stay at yeah, today. He's going to stay. Yeah. Uh, John, which three or four would you like out of those? I think um, Nzonzi's done really well in Spain. Defensive midfielder. He's going to Everton. Big Sam's going to sign him in 48 hours. So where where does, does that mean Snyderlin's available then? Is, yes. is that why he's available? Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would. Well, then let's go Carvalho. Let's have... Um, Giroud, and let's have Kone, because we need a defender. Uh, Nigel. Oh, dear. Um, That's a tough old list, isn't it? It is. I'll probably take a punt. Schneiderlin. Mm, bit of a schneid, isn't he? Um, Sturridge, if we... Is he going to stay fit? I like Andre Ryu. He, he can play a fiddle. Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. Walcott, maybe. Danny Ings, actually. I'll pick out that list. I can see Danny Ings. And Moussa Dembele. Dembele's good. Yeah. I don't know if it's the good yeah. one, because there's about half a dozen of them. But he's got a good it's name. A, so. it's, it's a Celtic striker. 21. All oh, right, I'd I'd take yeah if we could get Musa Dembele and Danny Ings and Andre Rio, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would go. I'll be starring. Someone's going to go and Google Andre Rio now, see if I'm talking yeah. the Austrian. Yeah, he's good. Brings in the club. Uh, Morton. 
Uh, I would go for Walcott as well. I know we probably wouldn't get Walcott, but how about Fellaini? No one went for Fellaini. You wouldn't have Fellaini. Yeah, why not? Yeah, anyway, let's have them all. Come on. What do you think, Rear? You know, we've got a budget of about twenty-five million plus. Whatever goes outbound, how much? How much business do you? This is this is the last segment. Then we're gonna do our predictions. John, go eat you. How much business do you really think we get done this this Uh, uh, winter? uh, Probably nothing, Sean. They're bloody useless. I actually tweeted out that you know, don't worry, everyone. Come the first, we'll be ready to go in good timely manner to sort out our defensive and our attacking problems. But we all know they're not. They are. It's just it, it's beyond my comprehension. If you run a business, which essentially this is, that you're not ready and prepared first of January. He's been there long enough yeah. to come to him and say, "Look, I really need another one of these. Get me this. Get me that. Two, three, whatever." Let's have this sorted as soon as because it's first of January. It just instead of waiting to the end of the window, that's another how many games you're without these players. Yeah, it should be well. As soon as it starts, we should have George. Them. Anything else to add to your father? No, I think just just get on with it. it we clearly need the uh, we need the reinforcements. So just just get on with it and just stop talking about it. Yeah, stop like stop like getting your your kids in the papers showing off your properties and stuff and yeah. do some running of the business you know yeah Nigel you got anything pro board to say <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy them actually the reading about young Jack or young Dave and his money oh, fantastic I just he's new Hugh Hefner just, yeah it just goes to show that no By matter the way, how like you know he says he works well, how many hours did he work did oh. he say he worked what I love about them is I the more they talk about the wealth, the more people hate them and distrust yeah. them. I, I got I got told he, at best he works about an hour and a half, but I can't say who told me that. But anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, the transfer window opens and we'll see how we do by well, the next what's podcast. His name? Oxford, is who? he back? Yeah, he's coming back. Uh, we got an exclusive interview yesterday on Clarence Hugh with... Uh, David Sullivan telling us he's coming back and he'd had no offer from uh, Red Bull Zabik or whatever they're called. Leipzig. Um, Leipzig. Leipzig. And, um, <laughs> and that, you know, uh, he said everyone has a price, of course, but unless they make an offer, they, they can't reviews. He's coming back. And, and Moyes said today in his interview, he's looking forward to uh, watching uh, Reese Oxford play. So good. So, Time for predictions. Now, it might be a little while before we we get a Monday we can record again. So, actually, we've got West Brom. Um, I don't know if you know, before the West Brom, Brom game, we've got a week to rest. We've got nothing this weekend because the Spurs match got moved. So, we've got seven days or six days of rest. They've only got 48 hours because they play Arsenal this weekend. So, we have got West Brom on the second, Spurs on the fourth, and Shrewsbury away on the 7th. So we might not record. So let's do predictions for all of them. Let's start with you, George. West Brom, Spurs and Shrewsbury. 3-0, 3-0, 3-0. Okay, sensible as ever. John. <laughs> 1-0 West Ham. 3-0 Spurs. 1-0 West Ham. Nigel. Um, 2-0 West Ham against West Brom. We're going to lose to Spurs 4 0. 
and Shrewsbury, we better bloody win. I'm going. So, oh, that was another sellout as well. So you must have done well to get that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Huddersfield has sold out as well. Did you know that? I did, yes. Yeah. Probably got that one as well. Uh, West Brom, I'll go for 1 0 against you West sound Brom. Quite Marine, bitter sometimes, Sean. Quite yeah, I am. Yeah. People who play the system. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't start that because I'll start telling people. Go on. What? Yeah. I don't play the system. No, of course not. What's, I ask favours. Oh, that, uh, what's the name? Oh, There's yeah. a difference of asking favours and oh. playing the system. They're oh. two different things. Oh, of course there is. Yeah, go on. I bypass, I bypass the system. That's different. Oh, right. Anyway, West Brom 1 0. Spurs, I think we're you're right. I think we'll lose three 0 against Spurs, and Shrewsbury will be a a draw, and it will go for a replay. <sighs> Something to look forward to. <laughs> Shrewsbury at home, they love that. That that will be their best outcome, wouldn't it be? No, beat us and get Man United in the next round. Oh well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got time for. Anyway, um, I have been Sean. Uh, John has been... <laughs> Looking forward to a happy new year, Sean. <laughs> George has been... In the kitchen. And Nigel has been... <laughs> I don't know what I've been today. Fed up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Listening to Andre Rio. With that, oh, I'm listening to Andre Rio, yeah. Bye. Bye then. Come on, you irons. <laughs> Bye. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.